Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So like, and today it's a very privileged moment for me. Like, I know the guy, this guy, uh, and I'm speaking almost in English and Arabic because I'm a little bit uh, emotional about this. This guy is one of the guys that we used to watch when we were like 15 and he was taking the stage and living, living the dream by taking electric guitar and shredding on it. And I think first time I saw you in concert, Samir was playing Vengeance by Ingvi Malmsteen. I think that was one of the pinnacle moments of uh, of this. That that was like maybe twenty years ago or something oh, geez, like that. Wow. <laughs> that was something ago. So tell us a bit about yourself. What do you do? Well, to feed first, uh, it's a pleasure for me to be here with you. Um, uh, well, I'm my name is Samir. I'm a I'm a guitar teacher and a guitarist. Uh, I live in France and uh, I've been living mainly from teaching guitar. So this is my this is my job. This is also my passion, and I'm really happy to to be to be able to do that. Uh, you can find my lessons online, and we we're gonna be talking more about that. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to put all the links. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. T tell us about a little bit about how how does a Lebanese guy in a country where you know access to to foreign culture was somewhat limited how do you evolve into what you wanted to evolve into especially in a country where i assume you had the same parents i have you're either a doctor lawyer or, or engineer and everything else is just a waste of time so how 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 how, how was how was the journey starting up well this is true actually this is true especially in the 90s you know there wasn't enough access especially in lebanon you know this kind of music uh, I think um, I, I, I was passionate about music. I wanted so much to do that. So, you know, I, you know, I did my best to try to, you know, to learn, to try to get the information. Uh, it, it, it was a long way, you know. I, I, I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what to do, try to figure out how to hold the pick or how to plug a guitar and how it works, you know. So it was a lot of time spent just trying to figure this out. And I think it's part of the reasons why I'm now passionate about teaching people to play guitar and help them, you know, not waste time and find what to do. So it was a long way, but I think, you know, when you're passionate about something and you're determined, so you just don't quit and keep on, you know, keep on going on, you know, and yeah, yeah. yeah so I was lucky to do that. Yeah, great. Did you, you went you went through some conservatory uh, studies? Yeah, actually, yes. I... Uh, I started uh, playing piano. I, I discovered that my sister had a little Casio keyboard in her drawer. Oh, Casio, <laughs> I, that's a brand. That's, yeah. <laughs> we're old. And, <laughs> we're yeah, old. the very old model, actually, it was a small model. Yeah. And I was maybe like six, and I, you know, I found a passion about, you know, listening to a melody and trying to find it on, uh, on the keyboard, you know, and yeah. I, I, was, I was very interested in music. And then I discovered electric guitar, uh, you know, I, I saw it on TV and I got very interested in guitar music, you know, guitar driven yeah. music. Um, so, yeah, so I switched to guitar and then, so I learned by myself. Uh, I took some lessons with a teacher, but I, it didn't, it didn't last long. Um, 
I, I was lucky to meet two persons in Tripoli who, who was also interested in guitar. So we, yeah. we started, you know, playing together. They, they also showed me some chords and stuff. Yeah. But it was mainly like, um, you know, personal effort, listening to music, you know, on a cassette and trying to find it by ear on guitar. It took me years, you know. Yeah. And then after this, I mean, I was playing in a band and, and stuff. And I, I, I went to the conservatory. I, actually, it's true, in Tripoli. And uh, I learned classical guitar. Actually, I went to the conservatory because I wanted to learn... Uh, musical composition actually mm, but okay. uh, it turned out that i had to also study an instrument so yeah, i ended up yeah. studying classical guitar yeah. which i also actually fell in love with and uh, so yeah I, I did a journey in the conservatory where i learned to read the music uh to i learned music theory harmony composition and that was really really helpful for me and it was also a dream come true for me to be able to learn all that of course of course, I just have to touch on something. You said something, you, you used to listen to something on the cassette and then try to figure it out. This is for all of the people out there that are now, like basically you put a clip on YouTube and then you put on 0.5 speed and then you look note by note what the player is playing. We didn't have that at that time. Oh, no. you, put, you put the cassette, you put your guitar and you sound really weird and it was really frustrating and it took you, and it took you maybe half a day to decipher a a four chord song with a pentatonic solo like uh, something like the most basic <laughs> it could take you half a day to, if it, could, it could take you half a day for something that now you can access in in less than two minutes on a, on a on a decent video so these were these were the the, the nice periods um yeah samir uh, regarding the um uh, the the instrument i think we all have this symbiotic relationship with the guitars i mean i remember that guitar for me, for example, was a kind of a, let's say the healthy hobby to have. Like uh, we, let's not forget, we grew up in a country where it was very easy to get off the road, right? Uh, and to start doing, doing stupid things. Like it was very easy. At that point, it was like the chaos for dummies, the childhood we had. If any, any, any idea could turn into a disaster, uh, if, we, if we really, let imagination and guitar came in and is like, no, every free time I have. And I had at that point, I, I remember I used to uh, spend it on the instrument and I had this classical guitar from Russia where, you know, the distance between the strings and the neck was like half an inch. <laughs> so, so you and I had a guitar like this one too. <laughs> I think you had, I think you all had to see these guitars because we couldn't afford the guitar. And it was like 30 bucks and you can play and whenever you're playing like it, it was like a workout session for your hands every time you're playing um what was the, the 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 pinnacle moment where you're like okay this is like that's the style i'm gonna go into is there a band is there a performance is there a concert you went to is there a concert you saw was there a person in your life that was just this influence on okay this is it because all big artists say it was Hendrix, it was uh, Jimmy Page, etc. But what about you? Uh, actually, I was drawn to electric guitar since I was a uh, very, very, very young. Well, actually, my my older brother he had he 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 was the one who brought cassettes and recording to the to to, to our house. Yeah. And I was very drawn to uh, electric guitar, but actually I didn't know it was electric guitar, which is actually pretty stupid. <laughs> <But> <laughs> we thought it was the synthesizer. I thought I thought exactly, it was the exactly. So I loved the solo, the ending solo on the, on Scorpion is still loving you. You know, there yeah. at the end of the song, there's this great solo, yeah. and I really loved it when I was a little kid. And I asked my brother to play it, but I wasn't sure it was electric guitar. Actually, I didn't know about electric guitar. Maybe I was five or something so i think i was always drawn to that but uh what happened is that when i grew a little bit older i was listening to more rock music and you know guitar driven music yeah so the, i i always loved the sound of electric guitar mm. uh so i think it, it comes from there you know listening to uh, uh scorpions listening also to um the introduction of money for nothing yeah uh, yeah dire straits of course, this, this introduction always drove me crazy, you know, and I think, you know, that electric guitar started there. 
And at some point I was listening, you know, to Scorpions, Dire Straits, stuff like that. What, what was available actually from my brother, Pink Floyd. Yeah. And I had this cousin who, uh, that I saw just once in my life, yeah. who actually at some point dropped at Tripoli and came to my house. And it, I, I was young, I was maybe like 10 or something. Okay. And he said, oh, you listen to Scorpions and these stuff. You, you have to check out Metallica and Nirvana. And, and there you Guns go. Roses, you and know? Then, I okay. never heard of them before. And I said, yeah, sure. You know, so yeah. the next day I was uh, at the record store. I bought these, these albums. And I, I, was, I was crazy about it, you know. So it was clear for me that, I, that this is what I wanted to do, you know. Yeah, well, I, I think I think we all went through this, man. I, I mean, I remember. Yes, sir. At first, at first, I started uh, like any any person in my generation, ten, twelve. You just watch MTV on television, right? Whenever it was available, and those clips. And uh, it was first. First, it was for me like more hip hop type of music. But then there was this moment where Eddie Van Halen went with. I didn't know who Eddie Van Halen was, and he went with Michael Jackson on one of the on, on Beat It. And there was this wicked solo in, in Beat It, right? And so I was a Michael Jackson fan and, you know, all the hip hop kind of stuff. And then I was like, wow, what, what is that? And so, and so I used to listen to it, listen to it, listen to it, listen to it. And then, and then one thing led to another. Uh, Michael Jackson started playing with other guitar players like Slash, like... Uh, you know, and so and Jennifer Batten also, who was uh, yeah, um, yeah, 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 from from Guns. I can't remember the name of the record, but she's an amazing guitarist. Absolutely, and uh, and so and so th this way it was like I kind of was introduced to electric guitar, and then I think where there was a pivot in my head about musicology, if you want, was Queen. When I when I heard Queen for the first time, this is the only band maybe in the world that on one album you cover maybe six styles. And you go through first song and you say, okay, I like this band. And, and then they're playing, and they're, they're playing rock. And then after that, they're playing something more like hip hop or they're playing country music, you know, like, and, and, and you're like, okay, what? And, and that's the band that for me, arguably provided the most what the fuck moments, you know, <laughs> like the, the, every time you put on a record, it's like, what the, what the fuck is this? You know, like, and then very inspiring indeed. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and that was that was really the, the introduction. And then afterwards, of course, we used to go and see you in Beethoven in the House of uh, Art, if you want to translate it. That was a pinnacle moment and pinnacle uh, place. It was a great place, actually. I still have a lot of good memories, you know, from yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, rehearsing yeah. there, playing concerts there, and also seeing concerts there. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an amazing place, actually. I'm still surprised, you know, about that. It's almost like a secret place, you know, it was like a, this nobody knows house, about it. You know? I ask, I ask exactly. 20 year olds right now. I ask 20 year olds right now in Tripoli. They don't know about it. Like what? what? It's That's crazy. It's crazy. It's a beautiful place. And it was an amazing opportunity, you know, for all the musicians to be able to play there and rehearse. Um, yeah, it's such a great place. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's 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 uh, pretty much it. How how we got introduced to it. And then first guitar, first electric guitar, then it was we thought we knew something and then we discovered the humbucker, you know, and then, <laughs> I mean, I mean, we, we, we were like experimenting with the guitars and then at what point you start, okay, so should I put the wah-wah pedal before the distortion or after the distortion? Or, and, yeah, and then everybody became an expert, you know, and the, the cool kid from the block would come and say, hey, try to do this, you know. I remember seeing well, to me that, that that came much later actually like i spent years just trying to you know figure yeah. out how to play you know how yeah. to do up and down picking or play yeah. chords you know yeah. uh yeah i worked a lot later you know on the sound how you know to use the, the the amp and all these things you know but uh i, I you know it, it, it took years just to figure out how to do something that sounds good you know yeah of course of course i mean it's we we, we didn't have like that that's that's what's amazing about this is that Today, I mean, if I had you, I'm sure that if you had YouTube back then, <laughs> you, <laughs> it, it would have been, uh, you know, like, okay, easy, you right. know, put, you, you, you look up a song, you put it on YouTube, you put it slow motion, and then you watch the hands, and then you... Absolutely. Repeat. Actually, I'm still amazed, you know, today, I, I use it every day, and of course, I show my students that they can slow the videos on YouTube, yeah. and, you know, all the things they can do. And actually, they don't use it as much as they could but of course it's because they already have a teacher and they've got a of lot course. of online content of that course, they can of use. Course. but of course a lot of them and a lot of people i know for sure use it 
Uh, but I mean, yeah, when in the, at some point in the 90s uh, where internet was more accessible and uh, I have a friend uh, who, who, who brought me tablatures, you know, actual tablatures. It was, yeah. you know, like it was such a revelation. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just having tablature, I'm not saying YouTube or all the tabs yeah. or Guitar Pro and all, all the things, of course. But in the same time, you know, there is, uh, you know, the, the fact to, to sit down and try to figure out things by ear is also a very, very good exercise. So I still try to do it today because, of course, my students, even if I don't send them the tabs, which I do because it's my yeah. job, you know, they yeah. can always go and find it somewhere online mm. or just mm. type it on YouTube and mm. find find 10 videos of people, you know, yeah. uh, giving lessons how to play songs. I try to encourage it here. Exactly. Yeah. To, to find it by ear, you know, to, you know, to, to, to do this part of the job at least a little because it's also a good job, you know, it teaches you a lot of things. Yeah, I, th I, think, I think having a musical ear is something that you learn and that you learn how to learn, if you want. Like, uh, I, think, uh, I think... It's like I, an instrument, you know, it's something that you learn that you mostly need to practice, actually. And I started on drums, I mean, before even, before even yeah. playing the guitar. All my cousins bought guitars and basses, and then they, we needed to form like a band, and they needed a drummer. And I started on a drum, but I didn't have a drum. So it was my mother's casseroles and some cushions <laughs> and whatever, like whatever it is that I could put on to just make a beat at home and figure something out, right? And then I would go to uh, Beethoven, to, to, you, they had a drum there. And then I would, yeah, play, and I'm like, ah, it doesn't sound like at home. Well, yeah, because <laughs> the casserole that you put doesn't sound. You, you couldn't then, find the right feel and dynamics on the drums compared to guitar. Absolutely. And then at some point, I think I borrowed the drums from a friend. And then I borrowed like the, the, the only the, 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 the snares and the hi-hat. And I was at home. And then my mother said, OK. Either you or the drums can't oh, <laughs> too noisy. Right? Yeah, and so we threw away the drums and they came back to, to guitar. And so I think I think getting this tempo discipline when you're playing drums, you know, sticking to the same tempo because you are the metronome of the band. Absolutely, absolutely. At, at some absolutely. point, I think I think that that helped a lot. How are you coping with all the situation, the COVID nineteen in France and with all of this regarding with your business, your students, uh, your family, oh, well, of course. Yeah, well, actually, um, what the, the, the you know the the biggest thing is that my, all my students who you know uh, who I've got here, the students I've got in Montpellier, we do physical lessons, one on one, you know, physical yeah. lessons. They were all transferred, you know, online. So you yeah, know, it took some time, you know, to you know we they had a certain you know. Um, work time schedule, you know, and uh, you know we we had our you know. Uh, our habits, the way we were doing things. So uh, it took some time. Also, it took it took them some time to realize that uh, it has to be done now online. It's not going to end in one week, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, actually, I I I told them that uh, you know physical lessons one week before you know being confined at home. I told them that I have to stop the uh, the lessons at home. We have to do them online. So they kind of waited actually a little bit because you know they think they thought it's gonna end very quickly, but uh, yeah. you know they quickly realized that this is something that is gonna last long. So uh, they started doing the lessons online, and uh, and now it's been a month, and I think we're all getting used to it. But I was used to doing lessons online, but uh, now also used to giving you know my Montpellier students also teach, teaching them online. Yeah. So it took some time, you know, you know, to put this in place to make it work. It was, you know, to get them used uh, at it. Uh, yeah. But I mean, now it's fine. It's just working, you know. Like I've got my regular students weekly. We we changed some, you know, schedules, and also I try to show them that mm -hmm. uh, when you're doing the lessons online, you can do it differently for many reasons, you know. And yeah. some some of them. Uh, some of the changes is very efficient, actually. So uh, we're they're getting used to it, and uh, and yeah, that's you know. Well, that that's that's very that's very interesting to to hear because I was discussing it with the band with whom we play, you know, and okay. we're trying to come up with uh, with some stuff like to do online and maybe do a montage, kind of a montage yeah. of some songs, uh, and so those kind of things. And then I think. I think what we're missing the most, I don't know if you have the same story with your students, 
I think we miss the camaraderie, you know, like when you're sitting in the same room and you feel like you're in a band or something, you know, why, you know what I mean? But when yeah. you're behind the screen, you lose this kind of band type of uh, uh, vibe, you know, like you feel, you, I, think, I think what forms a band is the synergy of people. And so when you have a one-to-one -one student, mm -hmm. you're like, you are exchanging and you are teaching the person how to play. But I think there's this camaraderie and when you play chords for them to solo on, they instantly feel like in a band when you're just in front of them, right? And the camera is on the other side. Now everybody's on one side of the camera and I think that's the shift that people need to... Well, yes, it is true. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're doing usually a big difference, at least from a teacher's point of view, when you're teaching online, you know, it's very... Um, it's effective but it's it's also a lot of work you know the, yeah. the the fact of you know having the camera on your guitar is just gonna make you play all the time you know okay. so sometimes you know uh, i i'm used to it you know it's important just to pull back the camera and talk to your student you know and uh, you know try you know try to connect also like the way you would do face to face yeah. uh but also what actually what i felt uh, i i think my at least some of my students felt the same is that, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't see them for a week and like habits changed. And I think everyone was kind of shocked uh, by the news, you know, and by, by you know, yeah, what's yeah, going on. So we were really happy, you know, to be able at least to connect again and see each other, even if it was, you know, uh, on yeah. the screen. We were, we were happy to see each other yeah. and, you know, ended up doing the same thing we would do face to face, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, I mean, today, the fact that we are all confined and you, you just, you know, you, we are all at home, uh, you know, it's a real pleasure to, you know, to connect with my students and see them. I think for all of us, it's, you know, it just makes us feel that it's, uh, everything's okay or at least normal, you know. Well, I, that, that's, I think that's what everybody's trying to convince themselves is, I think we were talking about it with a friend of mine the other day uh, and she was saying, she was basically saying, okay, which film to watch on Netflix or something. And I said, oh, but she said, basically, I think we all need this kind of moment where some action or movie star saves the world, you know? And so we need this good news of when, the, because we're not getting any news from TV, uh, from, from the news, because uh, people just genuinely don't know. But when you're watching an episode on Netflix or when you're watching a series and it comes to the end where, okay, we defeated the virus and humanity is saved and now we can all go back to our lives you know and it gives you kind of this hope i think everybody's looking into into well this. you know guitar is also a superhero you know when you just absolutely. play feel some progress absolutely <laughs> man it gives you the same feeling man, you know? when you when you put a guitar in your hand you all need to learn four or five chords and then you can play maybe five six songs and then you instantly look cool like you take a guitar and you put it in somebody's hands and they instantly look cool that's what i love about the instrument they, well, yeah, this, is, this is true. This is true. You know, it always makes you feel good. You know, it gives you some good vibes and, you know, it's a, it's a pleasure to hear or to play music. So, yeah, I think it was a, it, it was a good thing, you know, for my, you know, in this situation, especially to be able to connect again with my students and for my students to, you know, connect again with me and to be able to play and do something different, you know, from working yeah. at home, you know. And, uh, you know, I think it, it, it was a good thing. And this is the reason I think also my, all, all my students are kept on, you know, doing guitar and making yeah. online, yeah. taking online lessons, yeah. uh, you know, because it's fun and, you know, just gives you good vibes amidst this situation. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I always felt that there is two schools, if you want, for learning an instrument. There's school number one is I want to become a musician, right? And I would like to pursue either, either a career or I discovered a unknown talent that I had and I just played like I'll compare it to this. It's like you want your son to be an engineer someday. And at the age of 14, he picks up the guitar and at the age of 17, he already wrote 60 songs. Right. And so, <laughs> right. And so, and so you're like, ah, my life is over. I want, I want, I, why is he picking up the guitar? And no, I want him to. And so that would be number one. Number two is, to me, the instrument has been more like a therapy, right? And I, it was more like a way of connecting to something else and more of a creation of something else. I, I, I mean, guitar at some point in my life brought me out of depression 
uh, it, it is an expensive hobby because you obviously you have to buy some stuff. But then, then it taught me also. Yeah, especially if you want to buy the stuff you buy. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But then again, but then again, I, but then again, I turned it in a, into a, into a sort of a business that sponsors it, right? So I have a reverb uh, shop right now where I put a bunch of stuff that I have. And basically, I came to the conclusion that, okay, if I want to buy a new guitar, maybe I have to get an old one, another home, right? And so, so basically, it, it finances itself. It doesn't make me money. But as I said, it's an expensive hobby. So if, if it just finances itself by selling this, by selling that, by trying different pedals, I mean, it's like a geeky way of, of doing it for, for cheap, if you want to, if I, if I can say it like this. But what, would, what, did, what is the advice that you would give um, parents that sometimes will struggle with the fact that their kid is really talented and they come and they say, I want to, and I would say especially like Middle Eastern parents, if I, if I have to say, where the kid can discover real talent and there's really a point where now you can work not only in just a, because our parents see, see you with a cigarette, see you with the long hair, with a guitar and that's it, you're a drug dealer, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean but, but they don't understand that you can be a very crafted sound engineer in a, in a, in a theater, sure. you can be a very crafted uh, engineer, uh, sound engineer on the radio, you can be a luthier, you can, you can open your guitar shop, you, you see what I mean? So there are many ways you can do this. What is the advice you would give parents from what you've experienced maybe with your parents and your environment, what is the advice that you would give parents to live with the fact and to kind of encourage this. If, well, if, actually, if you kind of mentioned, you, you already made a point about all the jobs you can have, you know, in music. So the problem is, and I don't think it's only from in the Middle East, but maybe it's worse in the Middle East. I'm sorry yeah, to say is. that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, of course, uh, especially, I mean, when we were there uh, at the time, mm. uh, but as in, it's probably one of the worst things I experienced about you know wanting to be a musician is people thinking, people, parents, and it's actually not only parents; it's everyone. Is that you? You you can't you know live uh, from music, or that you know if you just play music. You're, I'll talk you about know, my parents. Stuff. I'll talk about my parents. Get a degree and then learn the guitar. <laughs> Go to <laughs> well, school. Go to school first and then get the guitar. Get, go to university first and then, you see what I mean? So that's a... I've, I've heard that before, I promise you. I've heard it <laughs> We've before. All heard it. We have and actually learn. doesn't work like this because you, you want it's, you know you want to learn uh, music uh, uh, early, as early as possible. And mostly when you want to learn it, you know, it's something, it's a, it's a you know, uh, it takes time to learn and master an instrument. Yeah. Uh, but the, 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 the thing is that I think there's two things. The first thing is to, we have to understand that you can live out of music. Uh, yeah. If you want to play an instrument or be a musician, it doesn't mean that you want to become Michael Jackson. This is something, or I mean, or Van Halen or Guns yeah. N' Roses. This, nothing will guarantee that you're going to become a rock star. Uh, but being a rock star is not a job, you know. You can get a job from music. You can be a music teacher, you can be a sound engineer, a recording. Uh, there's so many things that you can do out of music, you know, and you still, you know, doing working in your field. So this is something important to know that there is, uh, if you have a friend or a child or someone who wants to, you know, yeah. who's got a passion for music, and I, I don't want to talk about talent because there, this is something else. Yeah. You, you do not need necessarily a massive talent or talent, you know, uh, to be a musician, you know, you just, uh, you know, want to you want to study, practice, learn things right. If you love it, you know, you would do it right. You know, you don't need to be a talent. So this is the first thing is to, you know, it's just a job or it's a, something that like anything else where you can learn it and, uh, and teach it or find a job and live out of it. So, and this is already something which is cool. And the second thing I think is that if you've got a child, uh, if your son want to learn an instrument, it doesn't mean that, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna miss his studies or he's like, you know, ruining his future. Actually, on the contrary, people who learn an instrument, they actually learn a lot of things while learning the instrument, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think you already had this experience, you know, when you, when you get the guitar the first time, or at least if you look at a guitar, it's just a piece of wood with strings on it 
and you try to make a sound, it just doesn't sound like anything, but by practicing, you get these amazing results, which becomes the music. Absolutely. And it's, a, it's an amazing lesson, actually, in how, also, you know, also, when you yeah. put the right work, you, you get amazing results. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Even scales, I mean, scales, I remember uh, uh, learning the scales through the math courses that we had in school. Because, I mean, every musician in history was somewhat a mathematician or a physicist, right? Uh, I, I, I remember, <laughs> I no, no, but, no, no, really, but I mean, I broke down, for example, some, some scales with, with, uh, with uh, the, the suits, the numeric, numeric this, this is true, this is true, the, the there numeric is this, suits, right, and uh, for example, also, uh, when we studied sound at school in physics, it was also interesting to, like, the microphone, uh, the reception of the sound, the magnets, the coils, behind the microphone, so that, that got me more interested into the instrument, right, so it's, I think it's, uh, I think it, it, uh, what you're saying makes complete, complete sense. And so in, in, on the other hand, now that you've covered the, the, the like encouraging young, young aspiring musicians or people that would want to work in the industry. On the other hand, let's say I am a 30 year old man or girl uh, and uh, now I'm COVID-19 and I always had this cool guitar at home from my childhood and never learned it and never continued. What kind of tips can you give for somebody that's just starting off that we all know it, you're gonna play for three minutes, nothing's gonna come out because it's not like in the piano. Piano, you click, you hear something. On the guitar, it's gonna take you a month before you hear anything. <laughs> well, you should, I, I wouldn't say that, you know, as right? a guitar teacher, you, you will still get sounds from the first time. Maybe it's not yeah. gonna be the exact sounds that you're expecting, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, you know, with the, with the right tutoring, you, you're gonna get it quickly. Yeah. Um, what kind of, what kind of tips what kind of tips you can give and basically if there's because there's this misconception I'll put a video and then I'll play N nobody can do that I, I mean I I I, le I learned the hard way that you cannot do that by yourself you need a coach you need somebody that's going to hold you accountable you need a teacher you need somebody that's going to give you the right that's going to teach you how to learn if you want to put it this way and you've got it all this. Uh, this is um, the two things that you said that are very important, actually. The first is to, and actually it's an it's a, it's a important point in my method and in my approach, which is to learn to learn. It's learning how to learn things. Yeah. And it makes a, a world of difference to learn how to learn. But this is also, you know, it, it takes time, you know. And as you said, and as actually I, I, I like the, the, you said the coach. And this is something I've been um, developing, you know, throughout my teaching is like the mentoring side to yeah. it. Yeah. So there is the fact that you can have take lessons like yeah. regular online or face-to-face -face lessons, you know, but there's also the, the, the mentoring side to it. And this is a part of the teacher's job. And it is kind of different from the, you know, the, the main teaching thing that, uh, you know, teaching is also, it's the, the biggest part, of course, is of course. where you sit in front of your student, he plays and you, you know, you do your job. So, uh, so it's, a, it's an important part. And I think that uh, when you are a beginner, total beginner, if you're 20, 15, or even 50, I mean, it's, it still yeah. applies, same thing applies. You need some mentoring at some point and uh, you know, uh, if you get it as soon as possible, you're gonna earn some time. You're not gonna waste time by doing that. Okay. Uh, but I think the first step, I, if I have to give an advice, I would give the advice I would usually give. You know, uh, a beginner, someone who's you know uh, wanting to learn the instrument. Uh, it's the first thing is to just uh, I help them to find you know what they want to do because there's so many things you can do on guitar. You know? Yeah. So the first thing, and I encourage them to do everything they want to do on guitar, but you know, you have to do things, you know, yeah. one thing at a time. You can't do it all at the same time. Indeed. So the first thing would be is to just, uh, you know, have a first objective, like what I want to do. I want to play this style of music. I want to play these songs. You know, uh, I want to be technical. I want to be rhythmic. I want to, you know, I want to have fun. Whatever you want to do, just define it. And I help them define it. And once you've defined what you want to do, me as a teacher i know exactly what you want to do so this, the yeah. next step i'm going to help them find the planning okay. and plan you know have a have an overview uh you know have an overview of what you want to do uh, as a teacher i give them a precise planning and the content that they of course they want to do uh, so yes you can learn a lot of things from videos of course 
but when you're a beginner, uh, you don't know exactly what to learn. This is the problem. And what to look for. And what to look for. Exactly. You don't know what to look for. And, yeah. I, and this makes a lot of difference. If you just get a, a one-hour mentoring or however you can get it, yeah. and this is something actually I'm, I'm trying to offer uh, as a service now online. Actually, I, I started this during the COVID confinement like oh, nice. four, okay. four yeah. weeks ago. Yeah is to give the opportunity to someone who want to learn. And I know that um, people today, when they want to learn guitar, the first thing that comes to mind is that they can learn it online from free resources. And I'm not against that, you know, yeah. because no, I know but... for sure that even my students who are paying lessons, they still use online content, which is a great thing. And I encourage them to, to keep on using that. It's just that I help them use the better content, you know, and, uh, you know, also, have a you know have a schedule have a have a program you know how, let how me let things. me put it for you this way i think i think online content the way i speak because some people ask me also because uh i hang out in a lot of music shops uh anytime i have some time i mean it's christmas every time i see a guitar it's christmas for me so uh whatever the kind of guitar is i mean I, <laughs> yeah just just no no i just i just need to be around instruments sometimes and then some people would ask and would say, okay, so what do you advise on this and this? And I would say, listen, let's take it this way. YouTube and everything you can find online, let's consider that as the library. Okay. So you have a lot of it books. Is. Right? It is. But if you, if you have a lot of books and it's the library, right? But, or the gym, consider it as the gym or the library. A lot of resources, a lot of things you can do. You can see people doing this, this, and this, and this, right? If you're an ultimate beginner and you want to do things without hurting yourself at the gym, you would pay for the gym, but you would also ask the guy at the gym to show you some things and to tailor you a program for at least six, seven weeks, right? So if you're, if you're want to pursue a career in music, you would want to be basically the Michael Jordan in music. And so you would need a coach that would hold you accountable and that would tell you to practice things that you never thought was possible. Now, if you're somebody that just wants to get in shape in music, right? Then you need that person that's going to show you basically the way. And you might not be a lifetime student for that person, but you might use a six to eight to 10, 12 weeks uh, follow up with that person, right? Absolutely. And so, and, and so the, same, the same analogy that I give with books, you, I can give you 20 books, but if I don't basically show you what to look for in those books, you might not build knowledge. You might just consume knowledge, right? You might not connect the dots between book number one and book number nine. You remember when we did this, you remember when we did that. Okay. And then conversations might not strike. And I think we can learn from the conversation. So what you're saying makes so much sense in the sense of the information is there, but you still need somebody to walk you through the first steps. And it might not be for a year. I mean, you might, you might call, I might, I might call you and say, Hey man, I need to learn this, 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 and this, and show me the way. And then maybe in three months, I'm already comfortable with what I know how to do. I know what are the songs that I can play, and I'm going to end up playing ACDC for the rest of my life. I don't want to explore uh, frigid mode and, and frigid mode. You and don't have to. Thing. You, you see what I mean? I want to stick Absolutely. to the blue. Absolutely. I want to stick to the blue scales, and then I would have moved on to something else, right? So I think what you're saying is very, very... And uh, what I wanted to add to this is that... Um, in the library, you know, you might, the books that are there, you know, like maybe they're more verified or, you know, when you write a book, uh, most of the time people that write a book, you know, they've done uh, studies for years and no. probably had a, you know, uh, they're qualified, they're specialists and they end up writing a book where on YouTube, like anyone can put out a video. Yeah. I'm not saying that the, the, the video quality are not good, no, but I mean, no, you yeah, can get so many different quality videos. And I know for sure from my students, even who are intermediate, that sometimes all the information might, might become, you know, might get them in conflict on, yeah. should I hold the pick like that? Or should I do that? Or should I do that? And actually it's a part of my approach and my method is uh, decluttering. Like you've got so much information that you don't know anymore what to do. So <laughs> a very important thing is to, you know, uh, if you want to play this or learn this technique, there is, defined elements that you need to attain and there is defined uh, ways to do that by learning this and that and practicing those so this is a first important very important thing actually uh, and the second thing is that um, 
the analogy you gave of the gym is very, very, it works, but, uh, and actually I think this is why you've got, you know, all the mirrors in the gym is to, to see if you're doing the, the movement right. Yeah. Well, at least <laughs> as a guitar yeah. teacher, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Way. You focus on the uh, movement. The thing with, with, with guitar. Yeah. The thing with guitar is that, uh, you might see someone teaching you exactly in a video or, or, or face-to-face how to do this. It doesn't mean that you're doing it right, and which no. is normal because it takes time to mm-hmm. develop the right, you know, the right technique, the right movements, the right position, mm-hmm. the right musicality, the right rhythm. There's so many aspects to it. No. Uh, so this is where it is important to have someone, uh, a teacher, uh, to you know, to give you feedback and see what you're doing and try to you know, and he, he will correct you. Uh, it doesn't have to be uh, on a regular basis. Yeah, it yeah, can no, be no. just once from time to to time. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, you know when you when you go see your 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 teacher like uh, on a weekly basis. Of course, your your uh, progression, your improvement is gonna be faster. But I mean, this is the service I'm trying uh, to to offer today. Is that it, maybe you don't you want to learn online and you want to learn by yourself but uh, at some point you know you, you might have an issue that you're going to be stuck at this and yeah. just you know you can go and uh, you know um, ask for help and you're going to get the right help at the right time which is going to you know we all put want you on the right tracks and you know you could keep moving on you know we all we all know what are the nice diets to lose weight if we have to lose some weight but if you want to get serious about your health you go see a dietitian right and that's that's uh, so if you want to be a little bit more you want to be more serious a little bit about the guitar and how to learn and there's also something that i wanted to touch on that you you kind of talked about is about you know the the professional not the professional musician but you know that some people which are um a minority who wants to become a professional musician you know yeah and there is today and especially nowadays i mean music has become so accessible in so many ways uh the price of the instrument the accessibility you can buy an instrument anywhere let me just just stop on the price i mean when we used to buy a 200 dollar guitar in the 80s or the 90s it was a piece of crap let's say it this way now for a 200 for sure. really man it was a piece of crap like it, it was oh, man, absolutely dollar guitar in the 80s or in the 90s was a piece my of crap. first electric guitar did not even have a thrust rod you know so yeah, at some like point the, the, the neck the, was the, this the neck, yeah like like and, and now you see those guitars that are built and like you can buy a decent 150 200 dollar guitar maybe maybe if you want to make some adjustments for the buzzing you have the electronics check out for by somebody it costs you 20 or 30 bucks the change maybe the potties uh, or whatever the potential meters or the cable in it right or shielding whatever it is like in the shop they can do it for you get out there's of- a lot of improvements there's a lot of improvements i mean uh, 200 guitars with a with with a good adjustments can feel like a thousand yeah like you put in you put in a 200 dollar guitar with a 50 bucks or 100 bucks adjustment on it and then there you go you have a 250 300 dollar guitar that is really sounding amazing and that can actually stay with you for a long time, like it's, it's not like before, like physically speaking, the guitar didn't last because the first humidity, the, physically speaking, it didn't last more than five years. Now you can, you can have a piece of instruments that can last 20 years and I think that's amazing. So accessibility, 100%. Like Absolutely, always- it's, it became accessible, like the, the price, the quality, uh, the, you know, the recording ability, the, the amplifi- amplifiers, amp simulators, uh, you can, you know, I, I, I have amps on my phone, you know, I can play with my phone, with earphones, uh, you know, yeah. uh, and of course all the online content. So it's, it became so accessible and there are so many people uh, that are willing and wanting to learn uh, an instrument. And um, what I wanted to touch on is that uh, I use, and I think it's, it's fundamental, it's important, is to offer even uh, the majority of these people who wants to learn an instrument who doesn't want to become a professional musician, I want to offer them the same uh, method, the same quality, teaching quality, and okay. same techniques, you know. Okay. And I think, you know, they're totally deserving of getting the best, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think it helps as much, uh, you know, professional or aspiring musician, you know, to yeah. become a professional musician yeah. as much as uh, amateurs or just you know, persons who want to, you know, play guitar for fun on weekends, okay. uh, having an organized method, a, in, an overview and a precise uh, 
uh, you know, a precise uh, understanding of what they want to do and no. what they have to do to achieve their goals is very important. And it is as satisfying for them as for someone who wants to become a professional musician. So yeah. this is a, this is something important that I I enjoy doing. I see the results with my you know with my students. Yeah. And uh, yes, and, and I'm trying to you know reach more 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 people online. You know who, who you know who's got the same you know passion and, and desire. Absolutely, absolutely, and definitely something I wanted also to touch on as a as a as a music and instruments geek. If you want to learn how to play and you want to buy a guitar or buy an instrument, what Samir touched on in the beginning is super important. I think it's super important to know what is it that you want to play, <laughs> because uh, because not all the guitars can do what you want them to do. And so, uh, so I think I think the best idea is to hit you up with a call and say, "Hey, Samir, I'm thinking about uh, uh, learning yeah. about. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about putting me and my kids on a on a guitar internship. Like we're on COVID nineteen mode, and we have three months ahead, and we want to see if we can learn. So, what can you suggest for a budget guitar? What can you suggest for a tempo of uh, of, uh, of classes and stuff like this? And you can take it from there. I'll make sure to put those things in the links." Sure. Thanks, man. Yeah. Well, actually, it, 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 it is a question that I'm often asked, like online, people yeah. can ask it in comments or some, sometimes in yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, platforms, yeah, you know, they do comments. ask me like, what, what guitar am I supposed to buy? Yeah. And uh, I, my answer is always like, you have to buy the guitar that uh, suits the style of music you want to play. So if you want to play like Johnny Cash music or I don't know, folky music, you need to get a, a, a you know, an acoustic guitar. If yeah, you want to play yeah. Van Halen, you, well, get an electric guitar, especially that nowadays it's so accessible. You know, you, you yeah. can get Van Halen model, of course, like an entry level, which is going to be decent, pretty decent. For, it's for it's better than any $200 guitar I played, man. <laughs> for 300, <laughs> honestly, for 300 bucks, you can get a great guitar to start with. Like, this is really, and, 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 a great, and what I mean by a great guitar, it means that you can take that guitar and give it to a professional musician. And they can probably gig with it for three or four songs live on stage. Sure. They sure, cannot. Sure, they couldn't sure. do that with the two hundred dollar guitar that we used to play with, <laughs> because they. Oh no! <laughs> the minute you strum, wait, I have to tune. Gonna ruin their career. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, so I think I think this is uh, well. It's been it's been good. What kind of? Uh, it's been good talking to you. We're we're here for about an hour now. That's a very. Oh wow! Oh wow! I think a little bit less. A little bit less. Don't worry about it. Okay. It's uh, it's interesting. Um, what can we finish on? What can you say to people that are out there looking on this, looking at this and saying, okay, maybe music is a, is something I should consider in the confinement. Maybe I should do something. What are, what are the things that you might give to, to the community out there to say, okay, what, there's this option. What, what is it that you would like to say? Oh, well, first of all, uh, they've got an option that if you've got a question, I'm available online. I answer questions on, um, daily basis i mean i'm they're very welcome i will answer their questions uh okay. you know sometimes just knowing what guitar to buy what to do and this is a question kind of question i get asked uh, often like mm. where to learn or what to do so they they can you know they can come and ask me questions and this is the first thing and the second thing that of course if they want to play music i mean whether it is you know because of the confinement or not it's always a great thing to do because it's you know it's fun but it also you know um you know it brings a lot of positive things you know to, yeah. to you know to your daily life so it's always the right sign so you and it's had never been as we've been saying before never been you know as accessible as today so they just gotta go for it and there's so much you know resources and stuff online so i really encourage them to do so I encourage them as well. I mean, that's that's the most amazing thing. And if, if people are listening, I know Samir is not going to say this because he's too kind to say it, but I'm going to say it. If if people are now put, uh, struggling with their eight-year-old kids, 12-year-old kids at home, and they don't know how to occupy them, a great way to occupy them is through music, really. Uh, I mean, they can... Absolutely. On, on, a, on, a big, on a day, they can read so much books, they can watch TV, they can play video games, but I put in an hour or two of music because you could be actually i'm gonna i'm gonna what? confirm what you say and it's so true what you say that i realized that i've got like four uh students who are under 18 
okay? There you go. And what I realized is that during this confinement, they've been taking more online lessons with me than adults, yeah. and also more lessons than they usually do, you know, in normal time. Like, yeah. uh, currently in France, it's vacation. And usually yeah. my, my youngest students, they don't do guitar during vacation, and they do, you know, because yeah. they've got the time, you know. Yeah. Uh, they're practicing more, so it, what you're saying is so true. Yeah, so just put, put your kids in front of a guitar teacher on Skype or whatever platform they, uh, they use. Samir, we'll, we'll touch on it. You can contact Samir in the comments and just tag him and I'll tag him everywhere and you'll find him. And put just an instrument for a month. There's nothing to lose. Your kid is not gonna die of an odor overdose like a rock, uh, like a rock, uh, like a rock <laughs> star. They're just, no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just appealing to the, to, to the parents that, I mean, it's healthier to learn an instrument and to learn about the history of the instrument. They might not even learn how to play, but to know how a guitar is constructed, what strings are, what the nut are, what it the is, it is. is. It is a healthy discipline, you know, to, to see how, discipline. you know, you put the effort and you get these amazing results. It's a, it's a life teaching lesson, you know, it teaches yeah. you so many things and, uh, you know, it makes you believe that uh, if you, you know, if you put the right effort and you, you get amazing results and, you know, this applies to everything in life, so. Absolutely. So I'm really hoping that everybody's going to go put their kids in front of a, in front of a, the Skype session with a. I'm working hard on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because to make yeah, this, really you know, accessible, the method I'm just trying, you know, to make it accessible to a maximum yeah. of people, you know, by being yeah. more online, you know, by making it available and also yeah. sustainable as a business model. Absolutely. So yeah, I've got, uh, you know, same. So hopes I, I think I think it, I think it's good. I think it's a healthy habit to build, and I think all of us are trying now to build new habits and including a little bit of music in your habits. I think it's something that everybody should consider at least the same way you consider it might not be a profession it could be just a hobby but the same way you watch tv or the same way you read books i think learning about an instrument or learning about uh, about the history of music or learning about your favorite band or learning i mean you know at, at, at the early days i had a guy who came and told me listen there's a song by eric clapton called wonderful tonight i just need you to teach me the chords because i want to play it on my brother's wedding and we ended up for eight weeks working on Wonderful Tonight by Eric Clapton. And he doesn't know anything about music, anything about guitars. He only knows how to play this song and he never touched the guitar again. Right. Okay, well, it's so, but, but he came with, he came with this and he said, okay, I want to learn this. And we did. And it was an amazing. And I think the video is still available on his page from the, his brother's wedding. And it's okay, check it out. For him. So, so everybody can connect with the instrument, I think. Samir, thank you for being with us. Uh, it's been Thanks for having me to be. You're welcome. And uh, I'll make sure to include all the links. If you want to get in touch with Samir, you know where to find him on his YouTube channel. I think he will answer any comments, as he said. So comment, 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 and blow, blow his computer with questions. I'm pretty sure he'll be happy. About You're it. welcome. <laughs> okay. 